Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor. And I'm so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which is all about living on autopilot in midlife. Now, I'm pretty sure you agree with me that this is a good one. (laughs) Living on autopilot is a pretty common experience in midlife. And you may also recall that this has come up here and there in other podcast episodes. So today, however, will be a little different because we're going to be talking about how to plan your way through autopilot thinking so you can be more intentional and decrease the likelihood of having regrets. I'm going to be sharing a solid little strategy with you that will totally help. Before we get started, I want to make sure that you know about the awesome free gift that I have for you on my website. It's called Top 10 Insightful Questions to Reimagine Your Life After 50. It is a quick and easy to use little guide that features 10 great questions to really give you something to think about when it comes to what you want and what you don't want to run out of time to do. You know, to shake you up a little bit. The idea is that your answers to these questions will push you to reimagine what's possible for you and how you can think about your life and what you want for your next chapter a little differently and way more intentionally. That is totally a theme of this work. As you know, when you want to make a change, nothing happens by accident. And this free guide will really help you be happier, more confident, and finally find yourself again. And who doesn't want that? (laughs) So head over to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash 10 questions. That's the number 10, 10 questions and grab your free download and have fun with it. Okie dokie, let's dive in autopilot living in midlife. Let's start by talking about what this expression even means. Have you heard it before? Living on autopilot means doing something without really thinking about it or making a conscious effort. A common way to think about this is when you're driving somewhere and you don't even remember how you got there. (laughs) That happens to me so often. And sometimes you even end up someplace else. But regardless, You were deep in thought and, you know, thinking about something else. Yet, you were doing all the things that you needed to do to operate the car and make decisions about where to go and where to turn. And lo and behold, you got there. But you don't remember the details. It's such a weird experience. And when you think about a pilot putting the plane on autopilot, you know that that means that he or she doesn't actively have to work the controls. And now there's even autopilot cars that basically steer themselves. Now, in these two situations, you activate the autopilot situation and then you switch your behavior off and let the autopilot controls take over. Now, autopilot living is a little different. You don't activate the autopilot situation on purpose. What happens instead is that you find yourself in an autopilot situation kind of, without your permission, right? It's just all of a sudden you're just living that way. It can feel like autopilot living happened to you 
rather than you flipping the switch to activate it. And in midlife, you may not really even understand the extent to which you're living like this, or more importantly, the true impact of it on your life. Let me tell you what I mean. Here is what you might notice about yourself. Think of situations where you're doing things but not really thinking it all the way through or really appreciating or connecting to what you want and then doing things that aren't in alignment with your goals or desires. So seeing a big gap between what you want and what you're doing or the way you're living is pretty common. And there are lots of reasons for this, including not being comfortable putting yourself first or feeling really indulgent to spend time and money on your own wishes. But what we're talking about today is a specific slice of this situation. It's the oblivious factor. It's when you don't even understand what's happening. Your awareness is way off. Here are some situations that might give you some clues if this is happening to you. Saying yes to things that you don't really want to say yes to. Watching shows that you no longer enjoy. Eating foods that don't make you feel good anymore. Going to the same place on vacation out of habit. Staying at your job way too long. Staying in friendships that aren't fun or comfortable anymore. Believing things that don't sync up with your values. Not having exciting plans. Knowing there's more out there for you. Spending a lot of time scrolling on your phone. Not doing something you hear yourself saying that is something you want to do. Being surprised that years and years have gone by without you using the time wisely. Just to name a few. (laughs) So you see what I mean? Stuff happens and you're kind of surprised by it. Or nothing happens and you're both surprised and bored by it. You haven't dreamed or thought about the future the way you thought you would have by now. That sort of thing. The bottom line is that you're not being intentional about your life, my friend. You're not. And that can lead to regrets. I want to share a simple strategy with you to help put things in greater context so that you can clarify your priorities a bit more than you currently do. And if you already are really good at this, no worries. It's so simple and straightforward that it can add value to you too. I'm pretty sure of that. I discovered this by accident because I was like you, up to my ears in oblivious autopilot living in the five years leading up to my 50th birthday. That's really when I noticed it. The realization started with some thoughts about whitewater rafting on the Grand Canyon. Basically, I heard somebody talking about their trip to the Grand Canyon and my ears perked up. It was a whitewater rafting trip and my interest in what I heard kind of caught me off guard because this trip was nowhere on my radar at all until that random chance situation that I overheard this conversation. I hadn't been surfing around on a website. Uh, advertising the trip. I hadn't been reading about it. I hadn't explored when to actually plan this kind of trip. Nothing. And my 50th birthday was around the corner. So that kind of heightened it too. And I noticed my thought. It went like this. Gee, I always thought I would have been to the Grand Canyon by now. (laughs) I wondered to myself. And there it was. Gee, I kind of thought I would have done this by now. A solid example of what happens with living on autopilot. 
Decades had rolled by and I hadn't realized what I wanted. I hadn't asked myself the questions. I hadn't allowed myself to dream. I was doing the normal things, but not making way for connecting to what I really wanted at this point in my life. Now, in hindsight, I see all kinds of other examples in my life too. I also see examples with my clients. And I I think of it as responding to your life superficially, then front end loading it. (laughs) Does that make sense? So the strategy I came up with is what I like to call the benchmark check-in. And it works like this. The idea is to use a variety of age-related benchmarks to help you frame periods of time with goal setting or setting your intentions, however you like to think of it. So as you age, one of the comforting things is that everyone around you is aging too. (laughs) And technically, you've been aging since the day you were born. So the idea is to think about yourself, that is your age and stage, as well as other family members' ages and stages when you're thinking about what you want. So it's that simple and that profound. Let's say you have a vague idea that you want to become an entrepreneur and quit your current job. You probably think about it in a vague way, uh, you know, like this often. Someday, someday I want to quit my job. Someday I want to be an entrepreneur. And time, she is flying. So this puts you in autopilot living. But when you use the benchmark check-in, you can see things way more clearly. You drop in some time-related benchmarks related to age and stage. So I suggest using your age. And if you have kids and or a partner, use their ages and maybe even your parents' ages too, if that's relevant. So in this case, what might be relevant in three years, five years, 10 years, and so on. So if you're 52 now, your benchmark check-in might look something like this. Hmm, (laughs) in three years, I'll be 55, and the kids will be 18, 22, and 25. What does that mean financially? Are the kids still on the payroll, so to speak? (laughs) Am I still helping with tuition? Am I still supporting them in some way? Uh, How much of the mortgage is left? What about my retirement savings? That sort of thing. So when I say age and stage, those are some examples of stage as well as age. Then we go to five years. So in five years, I'll be 57. And the kids will be 20, 24, and 27. What does that look like? What are my financial obligations looking like where the kids are concerned? Anybody off the payroll? Like you're guessing. What about the mortgage? What about retirement savings? What about anything else, right? Age and stage, the stage part is up to you. In 10 years, what's going to be going on? I'll be 62. The kids will be 28, 32, and 35, and so on, which some of those, you add in some of those other benchmarks. And when you add your partner's age in there too, you might also be able to factor in uh, retirement or their ability to be flexible, to do certain things. This is what I mean by stage. You have to really think what's relevant in your life and what, what would that mean. So you can see that when you add the ages in like that, and in this case, some of your financial obligations to the kids, 
with those benchmarks, you can kind of see that if you're wanting to be an entrepreneur, if you're wanting to quit your job, it helps you kind of frame it a little bit more. So let's say you had a vague idea of a big trip. You may or may not know where you want to go, depending on how much you dream. But if it's a big trip, you know it's likely going to be more money and more time. So it's even if it's a vague idea, you may not have the details processed, and that's fine. But a big trip might be three weeks instead of one. Or maybe you want to live someplace else for a part of the year. So you may be talking about two, three, or four months, something like that. So this is one where your parents' age might be relevant and their stage of life, because sometimes it's harder to travel than others. So again, you would do the same thing. You just think, you know what? I really have this idea. I want to do an African uh, safari, or I want to live in, you know, in someplace warm for a chunk of time. When could that happen? And you just go to the next level of planning without actually putting any money down, but you're framing it. You might look up to see some costs, but you're framing it with age and stage, and that really helps you get out of autopilot vague living and really like get into some of the details, and it makes it a little bit more real. Now, if you have kids, there's a good chance that you'll have grandkids when your kids are in their 30s. So what does that mean for you and your ideas for visiting and how involved you want to be in their lives? That might affect where you live or when you downsize or where you move. So downsizing is something that comes up a lot with my clients. I'm just starting to think about when they might want to do that. All kinds of things related to this decision, the space you want, finances, where you want to live, how you want to host and entertain, where the kids might be living at that point, and so on. So I think you see what I'm saying. If you prepare yourself to want to be more intentional, then you now know that you have a simple tool to help you at least frame things up. So the benchmark check-in doesn't help in the same way for every little problem or plan that you're working on, but wow, it can really help snap you out of being oblivious when you see some ages and stages written out and see how they all relate to each other. This little exercise helped me see that I needed to get going on some of the family vacation ideas I had that I wasn't locking down. And before you know it, you know, I had and you may have three kids in three different universities with different schedules and things that can get in the way. And all of a sudden it can get way more complicated. And you may miss a window, you know, because as we discussed, time, she is flying. <laughs> so as you can see, the benchmark check-in can help you with decision-making around renovations and big purchases or lifestyle plans and lifestyle changes. It's a tool to help you go from abstract default autopilot winging it to being more clear and intentional about how to make plans and how to regret-proof your life. At the very least, start with your own age and stage benchmarks. You might just find that you need to step on the gas when it comes to some of your own dreams. And I'm not sure there's a downside to that, right? So let's be honest, autopilot living isn't a problem in all aspects of your life. It's an evolutionary brain development that has helped us survive. But when it comes to loving your life after 50 and reducing the likelihood of regrets, it's not the best strategy. More intention for the win, my friend. You have my permission to use today's episode as your benchmark to start using this simple little strategy to create your life on purpose.
Okay, that is it for this episode. As you know, my focus as a midlife coach is to help you become the queen of your brain domain. Tiara and all. (laughs) And what that means is learning how to get better at catching yourself in the act of thinking forward and wasting less time spinning and feeling stuck about what you want and how to get there. This is what regret-proofing your life is all about. Now, if you want to go faster, the bottom line is that change is easier and faster with coaching and support. I can help. You really have to join us in the Women in the Middle Academy. It's my six-month coaching program to teach you how to get the clarity and excitement in your life again that you've been looking for. Don't waste another second feeling stuck. Book your momentum call and we will take it from there. Head over to www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. For show notes and links, go to www.susierosenstein.com and click on the podcast tab to find the information about this episode. Let's do this, ladies. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.